Welcome back to Hip Hop History. In this episode, we're going to get into the life of a West Coast legend. Actually, he's just a legend at this point. Calvin Broaddus Jr. was born in Long Beach, California to Vernil Renato and Beverly Broaddus. Vernil, who was a Vietnam veteran, singer, and mail carrier, left his family only three months after Calvin's birth, and thus he was named after his stepfather, Calvin Cortazar Broaddus Sr. His biological father remained largely absent from his life. As a boy, his parents nicknamed him Snoopy due to his love and likeness of the cartoon character from the Peanuts. When Broaddus was very young, he began singing and playing piano at the Golgotha Trinity Baptist Church. In sixth grade, he began rapping. As a child, Broaddus sold candy, delivered newspapers, and bagged groceries to help his family make ends meet. He was described as having been a dedicated student, an enthusiastic churchgoer, active in choir, and football. Broaddus said in 1993 that he began engaging in unlawful activities and joined gangs in his teenage years, despite his mother's preventative efforts. Broaddus would frequently rap in school. As he recalled, when I rapped in the hallways at school, I would draw such a big crowd that the principal would think there was a fight going on. It made me begin to realize that I had a gift. I could tell that my raps interested people and that made me interested in myself. As a teenager, Broaddus frequently had trouble with the law. He was a member of the Rolling Twenties Crips in Long Beach. Shortly after graduating from high school at Long Beach Polytechnic High School in 1989, he was arrested for possession of cocaine and for the next three years, he was frequently incarcerated. Snoop went to high school with the actress Cameron Diaz and they were a year apart, Snoop being the older of the two. Cameron and Snoop have both told the story that he'd sold weed to her on more than one occasion. With his cousins Nate Dogg and Lil Half Dead and friend Warren G, Snoop recorded homemade tapes. The four called their group 213 after the area code of their native Long Beach. One of Snoop's early solo freestyles over Hold On by In Vogue was on a mixtape that found its way to Dr. Dre. The influential producer was so impressed by the sample that he called Snoop Dogg to collaborate. The former NWA affiliate, the DOC, taught him to structure his lyrics, separate the themes into verses, hooks, and choruses. When he began recording, Broaddus took the stage name Snoop Doggy Dogg. Dr. Dre began working with him, first on the theme song to the 1992 film Deep Cover, and then on Dr. Dre's debut solo album The Chronic, along with other members of his group The Dog Pounds. Fueling the power of West Coast G-Funk hip-hop, Snoop would release the singles Who Am I, What's My Name, and Gin and Juice. Both singles reached the top 10 most played songs in the United States, and the album stayed on the Billboard charts for several months. Gangsta Rap became the center of arguments about censorship and labeling, with Snoop Dogg often used as an example of a violent and misogynist music. Position. Doggy Style, much like The Chronic, featured rappers signed to or affiliated with the Death Row label including Daz Dillinger, Corrupt, Nate Dogg, and others. The album was released on November 23rd, 1993 by Death Row Records. We will be getting into this album more on the next episode. Months before the release, however, there was an incident at a Los Angeles park on August 25th, 1993, where Snoop and his bodyguard, McKinley Malik Lee, got into an altercation with a gang member, Philip Walter Merriam. The incident sadly resulted in the loss of Walter Merriam, as he was shot twice in and later died from those injuries. Immediately after the incident, both men went into hiding. Snoop wouldn't make an appearance until September 2nd, 1993 at the MTV VMA Awards where he performed. Less than a year after this incident, Broaddus and his then-girlfriend would welcome their first son, Corday, on August 21st, 1994. On November 27th, 1995, the trial would begin for the two men. Broaddus and Lee would be tried for a slew of charges including first and secondary murder, conspiracy to commit assault and manslaughter. Broaddus was also charged with accessory after the fact. A short film about Snoop Dogg's 
murder trial, Murder Was the Case, was released in 1994 along with the accompanying soundtrack. On July 6, 1995, Doggy Style Records Incorporated, a record label founded by Snoop Dogg, was registered with the California Secretary of State. Broaddus and Lee were acquitted on all charges on February 20th, 1996. According to Broaddus, after he was acquitted, he did not want to continue living the quote-unquote gangsta lifestyle because he felt that continuing his behavior would result in his assassination or a prison term. After his acquittal, he, the mother of his son, and their kennel of 20 pit bulls moved into a 5,000 square foot home in the hills of Claremont, California. And by August 1996, Doggy Style Records, a subsidiary of Death Row Records, signed the Gap Band's Charlie Wilson as one of its first artists. He collaborated with fellow artist Tupac on the 1996 single, Two of America's Most Wanted. This is one of Pac's last songs released while he was still with us. Sadly, he was murdered later that year on September 7th. By the time Snoop Dogg's second album, The Dog Father, was released in November 1996, the price of living the gangsta life had become very evident. Among the many notable hip-hop industry deaths and convictions were the death of friend and label mate Tupac and the indictment of Death Row co-founder Suge Knight on racketeering charges. Dr. Dre had left Death Row earlier in 1996 because of a contract dispute, so Snoop Dogg co-produced The Dogfather with Daz Dillinger and DJ Pooh. The album featured a distinct change of style from Doggy Style, and the lead-off single, Snoop's Upside Your Head, featured a collaboration with Charlie Wilson. The album sold reasonably well. The Dogfather had a somewhat softer approach to the G-Funk style. After Dr. Dre withdrew from Death Row Records, Snoop realized that he was locked into a deal with Death Row that said they practically owned anything he produced for a number of years, and he refused to produce any more tracks for Suge Knight other than Fuck Death Row until his contract expired. In an interview with Neil Strauss in 1998, Snoop Dogg said that though he had been given lavish gifts by his former label, they had withheld his royalty payments. In 1997, Snoop performed at the festival Lollapalooza, which wasn't bringing a lot of hip-hop acts at that point. This wasn't an attempt to get a wider fan base and move away from that gang image he had since coming into the game. Snoop would also go on to marry his high school sweetheart, Shantae Taylor, on November 12, 1997. After welcoming their second child, Cordell, on November 21st, 1997, Snoop would have his third son, Julian Corey Broaddus, with another woman, Lori Holman. That son was born in 1998. By March 1998, Snoop signed with Masterpiece No Limit Records and debuted on the label with The Game Is To Be Sold, Not Told later that year. His other albums on No Limit were No Limit Top Dog in 1999, and The Last Meal in 2000. In 1999, his autobiography, The Dog Father, was published. He and his wife also welcomed the third child, a daughter, Corey, on June 22, 1999. In 2000, Snoop, as Michael J. Corleone, directed Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style, a pornographic film produced by Hustler. The film combining hip-hop with X-rated material was such a huge success and won the top-selling release of the year at the 2002 AVN Awards. Snoop then directed Snoop Dogg's Hustler's Diary of a Pimp in 2002, using the nickname Snoop Scorsese. In 2002, he released the album Paid the Cost to Be the Boss. The album featured the hit singles From the Church to the Palace and Beautiful, featuring guest vocals by Pharrell. By this stage in his career, Snoop Dogg had left behind the gangster image and embraced a pimp image. This album was not on No Limit, but with their parent company, Priority. In June 2004, Snoop signed to Geffen Records, Star Trek Entertainment, both distributed by Interscope Records. Star Trek is headed by producer duo The Neptunes, Pharrell and Chad Hugo. Pharrell and Snoop would grow together from them working on Beautiful. The Neptunes, which produced several tracks for Snoop's 2004 release, RNG, or Rhythm and Gangster, the masterpiece. Drop It Like a Top, featuring Pharrell, is the first single released from the album, and it was a hit, and it became Snoop Dogg's first single to reach number one. His third release was Signs, featuring Justin Timberlake and Charlie Wilson, which entered the UK chart at number two. This was the highest entry ever in the UK chart. Most of his singles were heavily played on the radio and television. Snoop joined Orange G and Nate Dogg to reform the group 2 
2003 and released The Hard Way in 2004, debuting at number 4 on the Billboard 200 and number 1 on the top R&B and hip-hop albums. It included the single Groovy Love. Snoop then appeared in the music video for Korn's Twisted Transistor, along with fellow rappers Lil Jon, Exhibit, and David Banner. These are the small moves that Snoop makes to widen his recognizability. Snoop founded his own production company, Snoopadelic Films, in 2005. Their debut film was Bossin' Up, a film inspired by Snoop Dogg's album RNG, starring Lil Jon and Trina. Starting in 2005, Snoop has been operating a youth football league in the LA area. He is a coach in the league and one of the seasons was documented on the Netflix docuseries Coach Snoop. Snoop Dogg appeared on two tracks from Ice Cube's 2006 album Laugh Now Cry Later, including Go to Church, and on several tracks on the Dog Pound's Cali is Active the same year. His song Real Talk was leaked on the internet in the summer of 2006 and a video was later released on the internet. Real Talk was dedicated to former Crips leader Stanley Tukey Williams and a diss to Arnold Schwarzenegger, the then governor of California. Two other singles which Snoop made a guest appearance were Keep Bouncing by Too Short featuring Will I Am of the Black Eyed Peas and Gangsta Walk by Coolio. Snoop's 2006 album The Blue Carpet Treatment debuted on the Billboard 200 at number 5. In the album, he collaborated in a video with E-40 and other West Coast rappers on the single Candy, Drippin' Like Water. In July 2007, Snoop made history by becoming the first artist to release a track as a ringtone before its release as a single. It's the D.O.G. On July 7, 2007, Snoop performed at the Live Earth concert in Hamburg. Snoop Dogg has ventured into Bollywood with his first ever rap for an Indian movie, Sing is King. The song title is also Sing is King. He appears in the movie as himself. The album featuring the song was released on June 8, 2008 on Jungle Music Records. He released his ninth studio album, Ego Trippin', on March 11, 2008, along with his first single, Sexual Eruption. This would be the first time Snoop used autotune in a major vocal performance. The single peaked at number 7 on the Billboard 100. On March 30, 2008, he appeared at WrestleMania 24 as the Master of Ceremonies. In September 2009, Snoop was appointed the position of Creative Chairman at EMI's Priority Records. His 10th studio album, Malice in Wonderland, was released on December 8, 2009. The first single from the album was Gangster Love featuring The Dream, and it peaked at number 35 at the Billboard 100. The album debuted at number 23 on the Billboard 200, and his third single, I Wanna Rock, peaked at number 41 on the Billboard 100. The fourth single from Malice in Wonderland, titled Pronto featuring Soldier Boy Tellum, was released on iTunes on December 1st, 2009. Snoop re-released the album under the name More Malice. Snoop collaborated with Katy Perry on California Girls, the first single from her album Teenage Dream, which was released May 7, 2010. Snoop could also be heard on the track Flashing by Dr. Dre and on the currency song Seat Change. He was also featured on a new single from Australian singer Jessica Malboy titled Get Em Girls, released September 2010. Snoop also collaborated with American comedy troupe The Lonely Island on their song Turtleneck and Chain on their 2011 album Turtleneck and Chain. At this point, Snoop was truly loved by most of the world. There is no one like him. He's been him for 17 years. He isn't the gangster or the pimp anymore. He is Snoop. Snoop's 11th studio album is Dogumentary. The album went through several tentative titles, including Doggy Style 2, the documentary, amongst others, before being released under the final title, Dogumentary, in March 2011. Snoop was featured on Gorilla's album, Plastic Beach, on a track called Welcome to the World of the Plastic Beach, with the Hypnotic Brass Ensemble. He also appears on the Tech 9 album, All Sixes and Sevens, released June 7th, 2011, on a track called Pornographic, which 
which also features E-40 and Chris Calico. On February 4th, 2012, Snoop announced a documentary Reincarnated alongside his new upcoming studio album entitled Reincarnated. The film was released March 21st, 2013, with the album slated for a release April 23rd, 2013. On July 20th, 2012, Snoop Dogg released a new reggae single, La La La, under the pseudonym Snoop Lion. Three other songs were also announced to be on the album, No Guns Allowed, Ashtrays and Heartbreaks, and Harder Times. On July 31st, 2012, Snoop introduced a new stage name, Snoop Lion. He told reporters that he was re-christened Snoop Lion by a Rastafarian priest in Jamaica. In response to Frank Ocean coming out, Snoop said hip-hop was ready to accept a gay rapper. Snoop recorded an original song for the 2012 game Tekken Tag Tournament 2 titled Knock Em Down and makes it a special appearance as a non-playable character in the Snoop Dogg stage. Also in 2012, Snoop released a That's My Work collaboration album with the Dog Pound. In September of that year, Snoop released a compilation of electronic music entitled Loose Joints under the moniker DJ Snoopadelic. Stating the influence of George Clinton's Funkadelic in an interview with the Fader magazine, Snoop stated, Snoop Lion, Snoop Dogg, DJ Snoopadelic, they only know one thing, make music that's timeless and bangs. In December 2012, Snoop released his second single from Reincarnated, Here Comes the King. In May 2013, Broadus and his brand manager, Nick Adler, released an app, Snoopify, that let users plaster stickers of Snoop's face, joints, or a walrus hat on photos. Adler built the app in May after discovering sticker apps in Japan. As of 2015, the app was generating $30,000 in weekly sales. In September 2013, Snoop released a collaboration album with his sons, the Broadus Boys, titled Royal Fam. On October 28, 2013, Snoop released another Another mixtape entitled That's My Work 2, hosted by DJ Drama. Snoop also formed a funk duo with musician Dom Funk called Seven Days of Funk and released their debut album on December 10th, 2013. May 12th, 2015, Snoop releases his Pharrell Williams produced album entitled Bush. The first single was called Peaches and Cream, being released on March 10th, 2015. Also in 2015, Snoop became a grandfather as his eldest son and his girlfriend gave birth to a son. At WrestleMania 32, he had accompanied his cousin, Sasha Banks, to the ring for her match and rapping over the theme music. He was also inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2016. On June 13, 2016, Snoop Dogg announced the release date for his album, Kool-Aid, which was released on July 1st, 2016. Following the deadly shooting of five police officers in Dallas on July 7, 2016, Snoop Dogg and the game organized and led a peaceful march to the Los Angeles Police Department headquarters. The subsequent private meeting with the mayor, Eric Garcetti, and police officer, Charlie Beck, and a news conference was, according to Broadus, to get some dialogue and communication going. The march and the conference were part of an initiative called Operation Hunt, H-U-N-T, serving as a police brutality protest in response to the police shooting and killing of, of two black men. Philando Castillo and Alton Sterling. Those killings prompted nationwide protests, including those that led to the Dallas killing of police officers. Broadus stated that we are tired of what's going on and its communication that is lacking. Reports of attendance range between 50 and 100 people. He headlined the Unity Party for donors at the Phillies Electric Factory on July 28, 2016, the last day of the, of the Democratic National Convention. In the fall of 2016, VH1 premiered a new show featuring Snoop Dogg and his friend Martha Stewart called Martha and Snoop's Potluck Dinner Party, featuring games, recipes, and musical guests. Snoop Dogg and Stewart also later starred together in a Super Bowl commercial for T-Mobile during the Super Bowl 51 in February 2017. We're going to take a short ad break here and get right back to the show. Thank you for listening to that ad. Now back to the show. 
Released March 1st, 2017 through his own Doggy Style Records, Promise You This precedes the release of his upcoming Kool-Aid film based on the album of the same name. Snoop Dogg released his 15th studio album, Never Left, in 2017. Now hold on tight, this will surprise you if you don't know. He released a gospel album titled Bible of Love on March 16, 2018. A gospel album. Snoop was featured on the Gorillaz album, The Now Now, on a track called Hollywood with Jamie Principal. In November 2018, Snoop announced plans for his Puff Puff Pass tour, which features Bone Thugs and Harmony, Too Short, Warren G, Corrupt, and others. The tour ran from November 24th to January 5th of the next year. Snoop was featured on Little Dicky's April 2019 single, Earth, where he played his role of a marijuana plant in both the song's lyrics and animated video. In 2019, Snoop started his own esports league named the Gangsta Gaming League. On June 25th, 2019, the New York Times Magazine listed Snoop Dogg among 100 artists whose material was reportedly destroyed in the 2008 Universal Fire. On July 3rd, 2019, Snoop Dogg released the title track from his upcoming 17th studio album, I Wanna Thank Me. The album was released on August 16th, 2019. Snoop Dogg collaborated with Vietnamese singer Sun Tung MTP in How Trey Cho An, or Give It To Me, which was officially released on July 1st, 2019. As of October 3rd, 2019, the music video has amassed over 158 million views on YouTube. Early in 2020, it was announced that Snoop had rescheduled his tour in support of his I Wanna Thank You album and documentary of the same name. The tour has been rescheduled to commence in 2021. Also, early Early that year, Snoop launched his debut wine under the name Snoop Cali Red in partnership with the Australian wine brand 19 Crimes. The red wine blend features Snoop's face on the label. In May 2020, Snoop released the song Cue Malasson, a collaboration with Banda Sinolese de Sergio Lazarga, peaking at number one on the billboard Bubbling Under 100. Snoop also provided commentary for the Mike Tyson vs. Roy Jones Jr. fight, who some pundits say Snoop won the night with his colorful commentary and reactions. At one point, Snoop described Tyson and Jones like two of my uncles fighting at the barbecue. He also began singing a hymn, Take My Hand, Precious Lord, during the undercard fight between Jake Paul and Nate Robinson, after Robinson was knocked down. I think the entire universe knows that Snoop Dogg has been an ambassador for the sticky icky, marijuana, since he came in the game in 1993. In 2002, he made an announcement that he was giving up smoking for good. That didn't last long, obviously. In 2013, he revealed that he was smoking up to 80 blunts a day. He's had a medical license for weed in the state of California for migraines since 2007. In 2015, he started his own cannabis company in the legal state of Colorado. The company is called Leaf by Snoop. And in 2018, he became part owner of Canopy Growth, the largest cannabis grower operation in the world. He also invested in Ease, a California-based weed delivery startup that promises 10-minute delivery. In October 2015, Broadus launched his new digital media business, Mary Jane, spelled M-E-R-R-Y-J-A. That focuses on news about marijuana. Mary Jane is Cannabis 2.0, he said in a promotional video for the site, a crossroads of pot, culture, business, politics, and health. Now do you see why Snoop is known by everyone? He's done a gospel album, a reggae album, a funkadelic album, a couple classic rap albums, hit singles, collaboration with a Vietnamese artist, uh, an Australian artist, a comedy duo, pop stars. He's had gangster rap singles, auto-tune singles, pop singles, signed to Suge, Master P, Pharrell, himself. There isn't a lot musically this legend hasn't done. Snoop popularized the use of the suffix 
Izzle, particularly in the hip hop and pop music industry. It first found popularity when used by Frankie Smith in his 1981 song, Double Dutch Bus. Just as a little added bonus, Snoop has also listed his favorite rap albums as number 10, Mixmaster Spade, The Genius Is Back, Lauryn Hill, The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill, Ice Cube, Death Certificate, Tupac, Me Against the World, The Notorious B.I.G., Ready to Die, N.W.A., Straight Outta Compton, Eric B. and Rakim, Paid in Full, Slick Rick, The Great Adventures of Slick Rick, Snoop Doggy Dog, Doggy Style, and Dr. Dre, The Chronic. He may be edging that to himself, but this is a pretty good list. Snoop has had an illustrious career spanning over 25 years, so let's go over his albums and collaborative albums. Doggy Style, 1993. The Dogfather, 1996. The Game Is To Be Sold, Not Told, 1998. No Limit Top Dog, 1999. The Last Meal, 2000. Paid The Cost To Be The Boss, in 2002. RNG, Rhythm and Gangster, in 2004. The Blue Carpet Treatment, in 2006. Eco Trippin', in 2008. Malice in Wonderland, in 2009. Documentary, in 2011. Reincarnated in 2013, Bush in 2015, Kool-Aid in 2016, Never Left in 2017, Bible of Love 2018, I Wanna Thank Me in 2019, Take It From A G slated for 2021. Collaboration albums included The Eastsiders with The Eastsiders in 2000, Deuces and Trays, The Old Fashioned Way with The Eastsiders in 2001, The Hard Way by 213 who was Nate Dogg, Snoop Dogg, and Warren G in 2004, Mac and Devin Go to High School with Wiz Khalifa in 2011 which was also a film, Seven Days of Funk who was Snoop and Dan Funk in 2013, Royal Fam with The Broadest Boys who was Snoop and his two sons Cordell and Corday, and Cousins with Daz Dillinger in 2016. Now, Songs and albums will get you into the ears and minds of many, but nothing gets you inside the home like television and movies, so let's check out his filmography. 1994, Murder Was the Case as himself. 1996, A Thin Line Between Love and Hate as himself. 1998, Half Baked as a Scavenger Smoker. 1998, Ride as Mente. 1998, I Got the Hookup as Bar Patron. 1999, The Wrecking Crew as Draw Man. 2000, Hot Boys as Sea Dog. 2000, Up and Smoke Tour as himself, a concert film. 2001, Training Day as Blue. 2001, Baby Boy as Rodney. 2001, Bones as Jimmy Bones. 2001, The Wash as D-Lock. 2003, Old School as himself. 2003, Malibu's Most Wanted as Ronnie Rizat. 2003, Big Snoop Dogg, Raw and Uncut, Volume 1 as himself. 2004, Star Skin Hutch as Huggy Bear Brown. 2004, Soul Plane as Captain Anton Mack. 2005, Racing Stripes as Lighting, a voice role. 2005, Tenets as Willie Spearmint. 2005, Bossin' Up as Corday Christopher. 2007, Arthur in the Invisibles as Max, a voice role. Singus King as himself in a Bollywood movie. 2009, Futurama Into the Wild Yonder, a voice role as himself. 2009, Falling Up as Raul. 2009, Bruno as himself. 2009, Arthur in the Revenge of the Malthazard as a voice, as Max, a voice role. 2011, The Big Bang as Puss. 2012, The Big Party, We the Party as Big D. 2012, Mac and Dre go to high school as Mac Johnson. 2013, Turbo as Smooth Move, a voice role. 2013, Reincarnated as himself. 2013, Scary Movie 5 as Jamarcus. 2014, The Distortion of Sound as himself. 2015, Pitch Perfect 2 as himself. 2015, The Culture High as himself. 
2016, Pop Star, Never Stop Never Stopping as himself. 2017, Grow House as himself. 2018, Future World as Love Lord. 2019, Trouble as Snoop, a voice role. 2019, Dolomite is my name as Raj. 2019, The Addams Family as It. 2020, Unbelievable as Major LeGrand Bush. 2020, The SpongeBob Movie, Sponge on the Run as himself. 2021, slated for All-Star Weekend as himself. This film is in post-production. He has also set the voice It in an unnamed Adams Family movie sequel. Now, as far as television appearances, they include, he appeared in one episode of The PJs, a voice role in 2000, one episode of The King of the Hill as voice role in 2001, one episode of Just Shoot Me as himself in 2001, one episode of Mad TV as Black Bill Johnson in 2004, two episodes of The L Word as Slim Daddy in 2004, one episode of The Bernie Mac Show as Calvin in 2004, one episode of Weeds as himself in 2006, one episode of Entourage as himself in 2007, one episode of Monk as Murder Russ, Russell Croy in 2007, four episodes of The Boondocks as Mac Tastic and Captain Mac in 2007 and 2008, two episodes of Brothers as Kenny Trainer in 2009, the series with his family Snoop Dogg's Fatherhood in 2007 through, through 2009, one episode of The Cleveland Show as himself in 2011, The Roots of Fight in the Iron Mike Tyson episode in 2012, one episode of Black Dynamite as Leroy Van Nuys in 2012, one episode of The League as himself in 2013, one episode of Sanjay and Craig as a voice of Street Dog in 2015, one episode of Mike Tyson Mysteries as himself in 2016, which is a voiceover, one episode of Mary plus Jane as Ganja Claus in 2016, the TV docuseries Coach Snoop in 2016, one episode of The Simpsons as himself in 2017, five episodes of The Trailer Park Boys as himself in 2016 and 2017, two episodes of Empire as himself in 2015 and then in 2017, one episode of Hotline Ads as himself in 2017, one episode of Door Number One as Space Ambassador Snoop in 2018, one episode of Ask the Story Boys as the Operating System in 2018, the new Looney Tunes as himself in 2018, host of Snoop Dogg presents the Joker's Wild Game Show in 2017 and 2018, one episode of Law & Order SVU as Banks in 2019, one episode of American Dad as Tommy Tokes in 2019, three seasons of Martha and Snoop's Potluck Party Challenge from 2016 to 2019, which will probably come back post-pandemic, one episode of Modern Family voicing himself in 2020, the voice of the Archive and Utopia Falls series starting in 2020, two episodes of FS4 Family as Reverend Sugar Squires in 2020. He also has his own news channel on YouTube with over 230 episodes called GGN. He was also a judge on the game show The Go Big Show in 2021, the documentary TV series Hip Hop Uncovered in 2021. He's also been in multiple episodes of WWE, WWF, and AEW. I've left off documentary series, talk show spots, award show spots, and many of the television spots where he was himself, like X Factors or the roast of Donald Trump uh, and the likes of those. He's also done a stage play entitled Redemption of a Dog in 2018 based on his own life. Snoop Dogg has been in our ears, minds, hearts, and homes for over 20 years. This podcast has missed a lot of things and intricate details of the life of Calvin Broadus, but I would say this is one good way to start to get to know everyone's favorite rapper personality, Uncle Snoop. Snoop has been in the game since 1993. He's had his ups and some downs, but one thing about Snoop is he will always be him. 
He's the poster child for living for yourself and living in your truth. There's no one, not a rapper, entertainer, or human being like Snoop. So I just want to give this man his flowers while he can still smell. Thank you for a life worth of moments, history, and memories. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hip Hop History. Please like, subscribe, and leave a review if possible. You can also follow us on Instagram at Instagram at the Hip Hop History Pod. Thank you and have a great day. One last thing about Snoop. A core of West Coast icons are coming together as a new supergroup. Too Short, E-40, Ice Cube, and Snoop Dogg. Also, from what I've heard, there's only one feature on the album, and that feature is Dr. Dre.